hosting the Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop. For the latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. <laughs> it's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I brilliant. think that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely have the best job. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and, and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Episode 42. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Trek. Tech. My name is Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com and joining me each and every week, Stephen Frenick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. Hello, Trevor. Big week this week. Massive week. Uh, episode 42 and it's all thanks to the good people at Trend Micro, Antivirus, Internet Security and Netgear. Connecting with innovation, modems, routers and all that kind of stuff. Stacks to talk about, so we'll get straight into it. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, this week we've seen a the end of a quite a long legal battle. Uh, we've all been following the battle between Samsung uh, and Apple. Uh, in Samsung were bidding to bring out the Galaxy Tab 10.1. Apple yep. took them to court, successfully uh, won an injunction to prevent them from selling it in Australia. Uh, results since been overturned, and now the Galaxy Tab 10.1 is available for sale in Australia. I've actually reviewed the product. I got it a matter of hours after the decision came down in the courts now what it's done trevor it's actually created a little bit of a a, a bit of hype around this product oh, yeah. which i don't think a product would normally receive now samsung's marketing material uh the day the weekend after it uh it, the the court decision the it, it being overturned mm. full page ads in the sunday papers the tablet apple tried to stop <laughs> so it's immediately tapped into that hole all and that why hype. wouldn't you why wouldn't you and, tap into uh, it we Absolutely. said that all along, didn't we? We said that, that not only were Apple you know, doing their best to defend their own intellectual property and all those kind of things, but they were yeah. creating a, a marketing a genius for, for Samsung who you know, don't have anywhere of the cloud that Apple do in marketing terms. So that's the thing. But, and, and I think the way to compare it is to look at whether people in the street have heard of an Acer or, or a, you know, Asus or a, or a Sony tablet. A lot of people might have heard of the odd one, but certainly the Samsung Galaxy Tab is the one that people have heard of. Red Hot, and I'm sure you and all the all the people we talk to on radio during the week, and all the questions we get asked. This was the question I got asked a lot about Samsung. When are they going to? When is this thing mm. going to come out? So mm. it created a lot of a lot of desire for this product. And I had a look at the product, and I, I rated it. I gave it four and a half out of five. It's in the same league as the iPad. Uh, not not quite as good as the iPad. A shade behind it. Where, where would uh, you say it's behind it? it? A knockoff of the iPad, I'd say nowhere near a knockoff of the iPad. It's sort of holding against a forward type of decision there. Where would you say it's, it doesn't hit the iPad? I think the iPad's got slightly better design polish on it, so it's got a slightly better design in my mind, and also just the sheer number of apps that work so well on the mm. iPad really really can't compare with android market especially on a, on that on the 10 uh, inch screen with with the the galaxy tab 10 more but but having said that, though, there are a lot of great features that are built into the Samsung product, including uh, Polaris, that that the ability to view all your Office uh, Word, Excel, and uh, PowerPoint documents on the go. Yep. Uh, it, it, plenty of stuff built in. The cameras are not bad either. 
browsing or flash supported of course uh, and you know it's got a really cool feature too for zooming in and out of web uh, out of the browser so rather than you using the multi-touch pinch to zoom which also works you just simply have to have two fingers on the keyboard and tilt sorry two fingers oh, on the right. screen and tilt it forward and back to enlarge and reduce the size of the of the browser I think in the end it is about the apps I mean I've been looking at it and see the problem for me is I'm a um, I'm a tragic Google user so I, all my mail everything is is caught up in Google I, I live in the Google ecosystem so when I pull up an Android device a phone or a tablet I do feel quite comfortable because my mail syncs beautifully and all that kind of stuff so general mail general surfing I, I could go either way. Couldn't care less whether I have an iPad or, or an Android tablet. But the thing yeah. that gets me is those apps. You know, I and we obviously see a lot of apps because we get releases, we get to play with them and all that kind of stuff. But the number of apps that I see that include Android from day one is probably, you know, 30% at best. And, and, even, and the best games, the biggest games, take a long time before yeah. they come to Android. And when you That's look at right. this well, as a gaming, gaming market, which is what it is in reality, yeah. they're, they're way behind. Well, the... the yeah, you're spot on there. But I think interesting thing to note too is that the the price of the product, oh, yeah. the price is exactly the same as the entry level iPad. Now the the capacity on the Galaxy Tab 10.1 is 16 gigabytes. So there's a Wi-Fi model for 579, which is exactly the same yeah. price as the 16 gig Wi-Fi iPad 2. Uh, and there's a 3G version, which is 729. So, uh, you know, it should also be noted, too, that the Galaxy Tab 10.1 is also 2 millimeters thinner mm. than the iPad 2, and it's also slightly lighter. So in the specs department, they have actually undercut Apple in that area, which may have been one of the reasons which led Apple to decide to take them on. Let me ask you this. When looking at that, we'll quickly wrap this up here, but it's 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 apparently a tiny bit uh, you know thinner and lighter. But is it distinctly obvious? Because that's one of the things about the Apple design is it no. actually looks thin. It doesn't. It's not obvious at all. In fact, I put them side by side and look. Two millimeters is is hardly noticeable by the yeah. by the eye. It's very, if you put them side by side, you can only just tell. But uh, it, it is not immediately noticeable. I think too the biggest difference for me though is the shape of them. Mm. The, the Samsung's got quite a wide screen. I tried to explain this in my review. It's got quite a wide screen, and it's meant to be viewed in landscape mode, so across the screen. So yes. there's the logo, the Samsung name is the right way up. The, the webcam is in the middle of that longest edge, whereas the iPad's designed to be held lengthways. So just that is completely different. So it's funny. I never use the iPad in portrait style, ever. Yeah, you're you're I'm, the difference. I find you, I mostly you, use it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's a funny thing about that, and I I find that to be one of the intriguing things about the the tablet wars. But anyway, Samsung Galaxy Tab 10.1. Stephen went hands on with it hours after it was available, and you can read all about it at techguide.com.au. Now, Matt, I think we spoke last week about the new Xbox dashboard update that came down on the on the, yep. the 6th of December. So, uh, new look Metro style design, which is the new Windows style. Um, you know, voice controls, full Connect controls, very nice um, thing, but really no content. Um, I might have hinted to you there that um, that the the content had didn't make it through the Microsoft commissioning process. Some of the content that was being developed in Australia. Well, today um, that some of that content leaked through. So, Nine MSN's video. Uh, and SBS On Demand were made available today on the Xbox um, app marketplace, I think they call it. 
Um, interestingly, ABC iView didn't make it through this week, so I think you'll find exactly this time next week uh, ABC iView will be there. But, mate, I don't know okay, if you've had a cool. chance to have a look, but the SBS, and, and I disclose, obviously, that I work at SBS during the day, but I'm really impressed with the SBS app in terms of when you think about this as a future viewing experience, okay? This is voice control and, and connect control. You are the controller, as they say. You can sit there and you can say Xbox... SBS yeah. news and it'll play you new. It's very cool stuff. It's excellent. Yeah, I think it's an important day for Xbox 360 users because it's suddenly giving them a lot more content. It, it's it's still it's uh, moving away from being just that game console. Mm. I think people are now starting to get it. The fact that this thing is an all-round entertainment device, in the same way the PlayStation 3 has been marketed. Now, uh, uh, iView is already available on on the PS3. Uh, SBS on demand on Xbox uh, is going to give them a first with that. Uh, and I think, you know, a great move forward for the Xbox console. And just quickly, I think when ABC iView is launched, I think everyone will be blown away because when you look at iView on the PS3, it's pretty, it is, in fact, a web browser. It's just using the normal yes. IBC iView. There's no development involved. But they've actually had to develop this because it, it needs to adhere to the Microsoft Metro style. So you'll, we'll probably find it's a very, very nice looking, um, looking app, the, the iView app when it comes out next week. Um, but uh, yeah, good for the people with an Xbox 360. Download the upgrades and you can find all this new content, including nine MSN video and SBS on demand. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Interesting bit of information in the gaming world. Now, we all know how, how big a fan of uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 I am. I, I really? gave it a really? glowing review on Tech Guide earlier this year. It's actually only been out for, in, in the first 16 days, this thing has already made $1 billion. <sighs> and you know what it beat, though? It, it even eclipsed Avatar, which what? actually took 17 days to make a billion dollars. So it just goes to show what a powerful franchise this is. Just thinking, um, how many days did it take us to make a billion? Uh, I think we're still going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode 42, and we are about one billionth of the way there. <laughs> but it, but it just it, goes to show, though, the power of the game. It's a massive game. It's it's up there now. With It's going to be mentioned in the same, in the same breath as... Franchises like Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Avatar—it's—it's it's up there in that in that uh, echelon of of huge entertainment franchises. And this again goes to—and we've talked about this before—it goes to the concept of of people, general public who aren't gamers, understanding that this is not just little kiddies playing games. You know, this is yeah. Stephen Fennick, who's an old old man <laughs> playing. <laughs> Playing games, up, playing games in in his man cave, uh, home theatre, uh, because they are they are enthralling. They're they're enjoyable. It's a it's a break away from life, and billions of dollars are spent on them. So, but yeah, sixteen days. Too, it should it should be noted too that obviously there's the core gamers that love it mm. and play it all the time, constantly. Uh, I.e. myself. Yeah. But there are every year though. It seems that the audience is growing. Grows, yeah. People thinking, well, what is, what is all the fuss about? I I did that with my. my my younger brother Michael, who never ever played Call of Duty, hmm. I said, "Look, you got to try this out." Now he plays as often as I do, so it's just an example of how it's growing. And you're both as unproductive as each other.
And we do it all thanks to Trend Micro and Netgear, netgear.com.au. If you wanted to know anything about connecting with innovation in your home, your small small business or whatever it is. Um, and uh, we caught up with the people at Netgear this week and uh, had a look at a, one of their new products. Which And I've spoken before about the universal Wi-Fi adapter, which was a little dongle you could basically hang off the back of your TV and turn what is an Ethernet, you know, plug-in cable-connected TV, into a wireless device. Well, they've released a new updated version of that, the universal dual-band wireless internet adapter. Um, and basically, it's a, it's a very nice-looking little unit which can sit on your on your entertainment stands with all your devices and connect one of your devices, so your Xbox, for example, your PlayStation, your Blu-ray, or your TV itself, which doesn't have Wi-Fi in it, for example, you can turn that device into a Wi-Fi unit if it's only got plug-in Ethernet. It's a really simple thing to use. Press button to connect to your network. Um, very easy to do, and just around the $120 mark. Um, very useful thing to do if you see people out and about shopping for you know the latest in smart TV this Christmas, or you get a smart TV for Christmas, make sure you've got the right connectivity for that TV or device, and you can find all of those things at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, uh, speaking of productivity, we um, we both were unable to attend the uh, Google or oh, Samsung G- Galaxy Nexus phone launch today. Bloody handful of a name. Um, but this is uh, this is an important phone, mate, and um, uh, it's the first phone to be sold in Australia with ice cream sandwich, which is another stupid name for an operating system. Um, but essentially, it's the latest and greatest in the Android operating system. Um, from all reports, you know, well received, um, nice looking device. I guess the big question is, uh, does it is it compelling enough in terms of just the software to to put all the Android devices before it behind it? Well, I have. Uh, I was lucky enough to actually organise to get hold because I couldn't make the uh, the event because of my radio commitments. I actually was uh, given a device under embargo, so I had it, I received it in the morning of, before the event, and uh, I have to say that the software is quite impressive, but mm. also the hardware is equally impressive. Trevor, it's mm. uh, the ice cream sandwich, which uh, is, and I only learnt the other day that you know how they name it. You know, they've gone from gingerbread, honeycomb, you ice only, cream. You sandwich. only just learnt that it's alphabetical. They're following the letters of the alphabet. You knew that already, did you? And you never told me. Anyway, <laughs> good for you. No, actually, you're you, smarter than me. You, you know what? I, I only read it probably two days ago. So <laughs> I can't. I don't feel so bad then. Good on you. But anyway, the it is, it is a very impressive device. I think it's... Uh, there's some really cool features, also some very gimmicky features like the facial recognition to unlock the phone is just going to take too long. Uh, the you know the, the number of apps, of course, are growing. Uh, this the size of the screen I can't get over four point six five inches. I put this it next to my stupid. iPhone 4s. It makes my iPhone 4s look like a dwarf. That's oh, just ridiculous. It's just, that that is just. Does it feel? Um, you know, the Motorola Razr, for example, felt big in the hand the first time I felt it. Is that? Is it? Is it just uncomfortably big in the hand? No, it's not actually. It, it's the proportions, the dimensions are actually quite good. It's it's it, it's all in proportion. It's not too bad. Uh, it's it's maybe a little if if you've got a small front pocket it's not going to fit hmm. it'll either fit in a bag or in your back pocket I don't think women are going to be really impressed with such a big screen like this I think uh, this is maybe a bloke's phone I'd say Trevor it's very important screen. really that women understand size is not important 
<laughs> and when it comes to smartphones, that is absolutely the case. But uh, look, the big screen, though, is so useful. The camera on it's really good. B- browsing is brilliant. One of the best browsers I've seen on a smartphone. Uh, and of course, the apps work really well. They've, all, they've also updated all the, all the apps to work on it well, like Facebook and all, all those popular apps too. So mm. I'd say this is going to be a hit, this one, Trevor. Check it out uh, on all the big websites, including techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Now, earlier this week, I attended a primary school uh, in Concord West in Sydney, where well, they I have a been saying site. I have been saying for some time that you need to <laughs> you need to learn a few more things about spelling and grammar. Well, this is what I've been told. But anyway, in all seriousness, though, it was a little cyber safety seminar that was conducted by Trend Micro and also attended by members of the West Tigers mm. rugby league team who the Trend, Trend Micro are, are their sleeve sponsor. But it was a very interesting forum, though, Trevor, to discuss cyber safety. Now, you've got young kids. Yep. My kid's a little bit older than yours. Now, they live their life online. Oh, now, yeah. Trend Micro used this opportunity to launch a product called Online Guardian, which gives parents the opportunity to check out what their kids are doing online, kind of supervise them in the same way they would if they were actually supervising them in the physical world. They can see who they're communicating with online uh, because it's backed up by a study by Edith Cowan University where they said that three out of four 14-year-olds access the internet by themselves. So they're often another part of the house in their bedroom and parents are unaware of who their children are talking to. Now, it's important that parents with a product like online Guardian monitor what their kids are up to, but they don't know who they're talking to. They don't know what sort of information they're sharing. They could be giving out their address as far as they know, their phone Mm. number. They don't know. So product like this, really important for parents to get their head around. I think the most important thing that parents need to get their head around is that these products exist. The Online Guardian from Trend is one. There There are lots of products out there, and it's important that parents just be aware that you're not alone. You know, these products are out there to help you and, and walk you through this process. It's uh, it's important that you stay informed. That's the most important thing about uh, being a parent in this modern age. But uh, yes, the Online Guardian from Trend Micro. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Just tapping away to the IDs. Uh, I had, um, I think we both got sent to us early this week from uh, Jeremy and the team at uh, Smart IT, the Dream Cheeky Eye Launch Thunder. <laughs> another like cool little product. Another thing. ridiculous name, but um, but it is <laughs> worth having a look at. Now, I, I have done a video of this, on, on, which is on YouTube. I um, I should post that on Your Tech Life. It's on uh, one, another website at the moment. But um, the Dream Cheeky Eye Launch Thunder, okay, here's what it is. It's a missile launcher. It's a missile launcher <laughs> controlled by your iPhone. I kid you not. But he of can course, clear office warfare. That is absolutely right. Or, or warfare against your children should they not do the cleaning up. That's what I've used it for. In fact, I haven't shown this to my son yet because he will go cuckoo. I mean, he would just go crazy and I'll never, ever see my phone, iPad, or the device again. So yeah. essentially, it's a little tiny uh, square box. It's probably, what, four centimetres square. Sits anywhere you want, and it's got Bluetooth connectivity in it. And on top of that is what looks like a, a rocket launcher from the Cold War days. But on the front of it are four little sticks, and you stick onto that these little Nerf-style um, r- rubber gum f- phone missiles. And once you launch the application on your iPhone, I kid you not, you control this device remotely from the iPhone or iPad. You, you just you either use a gyro in the phone or you use your finger to point that you want the thing to turn left or right or go up and down. Yeah, it's very cool. Press the button and fire. <laughs> 
great fun. What do your kids think of this? Yeah, they love it. They won't. They pester me to use it all the time. It's it's just another example of the app accessory, sort of the, oh, the yeah. device that works with an app. Uh, one of many that we're going to be seeing uh, I- I over the next uh, in the coming months. But uh, now this is a lot of fun, and and the good thing about it is that it's not going to take any eyes out. The missiles are only made of foam, so don't be alarmed, any parents out there. It's a lot of fun. It's one hundred and twenty nine ninety five. It's available from the Max Centre in Surrey Hills in Sydney or through the website maxcenter.com.au. Well worth a look. Uh, yeah, 130 bucks and the refills are for, for extra uh, extra little missiles are only 7 bucks. I love it. Great fun and uh, you can check it all out. I'll put I'll put the video up at yourtechlife.com. Now, Apple this week announced a pretty significant milestone. Now, we've all heard of the App Store for our smartphones, for for the iPad and the iPhone, but they've announced that the Mac App Store, which is the App Store to download uh, applications directly to your Mac Pro or your desktop iMacs, has crossed 100 million downloads in less than a year. That's just unbelievable. It's funny because when I when we first started seeing it, I got to be honest. I thought, yeah, it's just another app store. I don't use it a lot myself, but when you think about people who are just uh, who are loving the, the 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 experience of quick and easy access to apps, and also publishers too. You know, you used to have to uh, design something, a piece of software, and you you distribute it through CDs or whatever. And then you got to this kind of late 90s thing where you could put stuff on the internet. But how do you find stuff? And the biggest problem with downloading stuff for the internet, you find crap that's got viruses built into it or shareware built into it, all this kind of stuff. This is a reliable source of software. I love to call it software because, seriously, apps, it's software, okay? Yeah, exactly um, right. For your computer, really fantastic stuff. And, uh, yeah, well, that is that is a it's staggering really, it's number a stunning of stunning figure. In less than a year, I think what, what really kicked it off and showed them they're really serious about the Mac App Store was the fact that Lion, the, the, the latest uh, update to their operating system, was only available through the App Store. Rather than you buying the physical disk and the packaging from an app, Apple Store, mm. you could only download it from the Mac App Store. But you're spot on about what the publishers are saying. Uh, you know, with a few clicks of, a bu- of, their ma- of their mouse, they are able to up upload their, their software to the App Store and it's available in more than 120 countries worldwide. So in terms of their dis- distribu- distributing their product, I think Apple uh, allow publishers to set their own prices uh, and they keep the publishers uh, keep 70% of that, so 30% goes to Apple, but a great way to distribute your software. If you've got an Apple Mac product, uh, whether it's a MacBook or an iMac or whatever it is, uh, and you haven't checked it out, look for the little App Store icon, which is a uh, a round blue circle with what looks like a, a white compass and ruler across it in the shape of an A for App Store on your Mac today. 100 million downloads. Good on them. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, we've already mentioned Trend Micro today, but Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Trend Micro, and uh, Trend Micro's maximum security is your all-in-one security solution, so it'll protect all your devices as well as all your data. Now, only Trend Micro, they uses cloud technology to act proactively stop all the cyber threats before they get to your computer. The latest version of Trend Micro Maximum Security only uses less than half the disk space and memory of other security products on the market. So one of the things it won't do is slow your computer down. It's available now at Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, Officeworks, Dick Smith, 
the good guys, leading edge computers, and all other authorized resellers. And for more information, visit trendmicro.com.au. Now, a few months back, uh, we were together at the Optus Me TV launch, which mm-hmm. is their internet TV service. Uh, me, being a very loyal Optus customer, thought, well, I already am on the $109 Fusion plan, which the Me TV w- is freely available for. Yep. So I've uh, promptly received my Me TV and installed it up. Really good. Uh, service is great. Great to record and uh, view all uh, content on demand, including movies and other internet content. But what really impressed me was the new iPhone and iPad app, which lets you control your whole viewing experience. So once you connect it to the box, you can basically, your in your hand is now a full remote control, so you can change the channel, view the episode guide, the, the uh, electronic program guide. You can even remotely record. You can see the programs that are on at the moment, the programs that are going to follow. You can access your recordings and view them by name on the device as well. So a great new app for Optus to control MeTV. Now, does it work over the Wi-Fi and the 3G or just the Wi-Fi when you're in the same room as the device? It will work over Wi-Fi in the same room, in the same network at home to change the channels and all that. But recording can be done remotely over 3G. That's what you want to hear. And that's the kind of stuff that uh, you can get with other great things like the Foxtel app and stuff like that. So this is an important step forward for the the Optus MeTV with Fetch. Uh, and that's um, that's one a great service from uh, from Optus, which is available not only to people like you who are big Optus customers, but even if you've just got a mobile phone with Optus for ten bucks, yep. you can get the Me TV service. Even to, doesn't matter which broadband company you're with. And it's uh, it's available to not only for it's available now on the App Store for iPhone and iPad. But uh, there's an Android version, which will be released early in 2012. Now, people think we only focus on iPod, iPhone apps, but there is an Android version coming. It's funny how people think that, but and this goes back to that Android thing. It's not us. It's just the fact that they often come out first for for iPhones and and iOS devices. But uh, Optus Me TV Remote, check it out in the App Store. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Mate, uh, I got a great little present today. Um, my wife struggles to buy for me um, because, really, I mean, You've we got are everything, mate. You, you're well, a yeah. man who's very difficult to buy for. We, you, and so are you. Don't kid yourself. Oh, I um, suppose so. Uh, you know, it's it's very hard to find a life size Luke, whatever his name is from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've got this. You've got the yeah. You've you've got the life size everything else from uh, from Star Wars, but That's so right. it is hard to buy for us. My wife was pretty stoked with herself when she bought a present a few few weeks ago, and my son wanted to bring it out anyway. This morning they unwrapped it, and here it was, the iCade. Now you wrote about this months ago, in fact, yeah. probably a year ago on on techguide.com.au, and I'd forgotten about it, but I had seen it recently uh, in some on some websites. It's essentially a mount for your iPad, um, which has built into it a, um, a a little keyboard which doesn't have letters and numbers; it just has buttons and a joystick, like the old arcade machines of the eighties. Um, it is bloody easy to use. It's just a Bluetooth in it. You press a certain combination of the buttons, and it starts a pairing mode. You pair it up, and you download um, the Atari uh, games for it. Now my only gripe is uh, it's 150 odd bucks for the unit you got to the the app is free but then you got to pay 10 bucks really to get all the games there are some other oh. compatible games but um i haven't checked them all out yet i've only had it for a 
day. But I've got to tell you, what a bloody awesome present for someone oh, if they've got an great. iPad and uh, and you don't know what to buy them and they love their games, especially their old games. The iCade, I C A D E, the iCade. Search for it on Tech Guide because it won't be in the last few pages. It'll be a while ago, but I just found it myself on the on Tech Guide. A good present for the man who has everything, Trevor. Exactly, the iCade arcade controller for iPad. Uh, check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, I uh, came across a, an interesting little product. Well, it's not that so little, but it's uh, a very handy product to use outdoors. Now, we, we've already heard about Moonlight Cinema. You know, during the summer months, mm-hmm. uh, they, they put on all these great movies, and you can watch them in the, Under the Stars. Well, there's a company called Handy Theatre who've come up with a product that uh, allows you to set up this kind of thing in your own backyard. So it's got an inflatable movie screen, high-definition projector and Blu-ray player, so you can create this amazing theatre atmosphere in your own outdoor space just a great idea it's just um if you do have a and you've obviously got to have a reasonable size backyard and a group of people you want to spend time with watching <laughs> watching uh watching movies but just a really cool idea to take that uh, that movie experience outdoors so um i i really think it's cool yeah, there's two screen sizes. There's a three-meter diagonal screen, which is a decent-sized screen, I've got to say, two and a, and a two-and-a-half-meter version. Uh, it includes the speakers and a blower so that it keeps the screen inflated at all times. Uh, there's also a little receiver box. comes with a Samsung Blu-ray player and built-in digital tuner, so it all comes in one package. I think it's priced at from three three thousand five hundred, and it all comes. You can put it back in a, uh, an aluminium box for easy storage, and you can. It's also very portable. Weighs just eleven key when it's all folded away so you can take it virtually anywhere with you but handy theatre it's available from smartdigital.com.au and uh, you'll be able to read about all of that at techguide.com.au Two Blokes Talking Tech you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick now, we've only got a minute, but um, and we've talked about the seniors' phones before. Uh, Doro have them. Telstra have, have had a couple in the past. Um, but I, I hear Telstra coming out with a, a new version of their seniors' phone, which has normally got bigger buttons, bigger screen. Uh, but they want, this one's a flip phone, mate. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's the Easy Touch Discovery 3. It is a flip phone, and it's got all those features that, that the, our older users love. Big buttons, big fonts, really audible key tones. Uh, it's even got hearing aid compatibility, so you're never going to miss a call. Uh, yeah, Telstra have, have seen a lot of success with the phones uh, for our older users. And let's face it, not everyone wants to buy a smartphone. They only want to sometimes buy a phone that just makes and receive phone calls, believe it or not. And this is one of them. It is one of the most common questions uh, I get, and you probably get two on the radio is just I just want a phone that does the basics so um, this is just another option from Telstra the Telstra easy phone range uh, well worth a look you can ask the best thing to do if you're looking for a phone like that isn't to go searching online to be honest it's to go into your local Telstra store and ask the question what have you got for me I want something that's easy to use and I'm pretty sure they'll bring out the easy phone Uh, 42 in the can, mate. Thank you uh, to everyone for listening. Thank you to Trend Micro and Netgear for their support. And, uh, Stephen, I shall talk to you next week. Yes, you will. Thanks, Trevor. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.